Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hello, my sweet friends. You are listening to the Girl I Need a Podcast, and I am your host, Deshanel. And today I am joined by one of my good friends. Her name is Horeb, and Horeb is very, very precious to me. Um, I love her so much, and she has, I met her last summer. She's been such a joy, but one of the things that shines through Horeb is her wisdom. Um, and I've, like I said, learned from her a lot. And I was just like, man, we gotta get her on the pod. We gotta get this Jesus loving girl on the pod for her light to shine through to the masses. However many of you listen to this podcast. So without, with no further ado, let's get into this episode so you can hear the wisdom that flows from Horeb. See you in there. All righty. Hi, you guys. So I am with one of my close friends. Horb is her name, and she has been such a blessing in my life. I met her last summer, um, and I honestly think, even though she says our community blessed her, I think she blessed me more than she can ever know. So Horb, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, thanks for having me, Vishnu. Uh, you are such a blessing to me. I am Horeb. I am 22 years old, and I am currently a grad student finishing up my last semester. I'm studying supply chain. Um, but yeah, that is uh, just a little bit about me. Yes, Horeb is super smart, you guys. She did a whole... In- the reason I met her was because she was doing an internship here. So I'm like, anyone who has an internship all the way in a different state, you know, gotta be a genius. And she's from a... And she came to Arkansas, too. Was Arkansas fun for you? It was. It actually was. Yes, yeah. I think there's a misconception about Arkansas, but I actually enjoyed it. Good, good, good. So hopefully Arkansas has not seen the last of Horeb. Hopefully she comes back to to visit us because she she always has a a place on my couch. Oh, you too. In LA. So I just this is like a little get to know you question for um for the people. What Mm -hmm. would you title this season of your life if you had to? I would say it's definitely a trusting God season and preparing for the next steps. Like I am in my last semester of school, so trusting God for what job um, he's going to provide post-graduation. Also preparing for a missions trip and preparing my heart for that and trusting him with um, what that's going to look like even down to roommates and who I'm going to live with, where we're going to live. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely an, a season where a lot is unknown right now, but I have been just seeing God provide um, peace as I walk with him in this and as he walks with me in the season. more. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that has been just really growing for me to really lean into him when I don't really see what is on the other side of mm-hmm. um, all of those chapters. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. exciting too. It's kind of fun. It's it like, okay, exciting. God, what do you have for me mm-hmm. next? Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a season of trusting him and preparing my heart and yeah, just being excited for what's to come. Oh, I love that. 
I love that so much. So I, I wrote it down. I, I what you said. So to summarize, it, it would call we would call it trusting God while He prepares me for the unknown. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's hard. So that's where Horb is, you guys. Yes, no, that's good. <laughs> so that is where Horb is right now at age 22. And honestly, I feel like a lot of people relate to that title because I remember being 22. Thankfully, I think when I was 22, I think I was still in grad school. So I think that was my, like I was going into grad school. So mm-hmm. I was trusting um, God with the unknown, but I think I wasn't like going into my next step, like how you are, like searching right. for what's next, looking for what's next, trusting him to take you into what's next. But when mm-hmm. I became 24... we said fired up ready to go (laughs) so i 100 percent like it it may come either earlier in your 20s later in your Mm -hmm. 20s it might not even be in your 20s because i feel like we never really stop trusting god it might come in your i feel like every season of every every day you trust god if you're not trusting god for something Mm -hmm. every day you're doing this whole thing wrong but i think a lot of people can relate to that chapter title so guys feel free to steal that from horror because She's doing great things, and she's currently trusting God with the unknown. Oh, you're gonna have to send me that title because I think I'm gonna start using it when people ask me how I'm doing, and I'm gonna say I'm in a chapter of trusting God as He's preparing me for the unknown. I love it! I love it! Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I went through a season where anytime somebody asked me how was I doing, I would say I would stop and I would say, I think I said. I'm currently growing or I'm currently stretching and I caught them off guard. And I think (laughs) when you, if you say that, I feel like you'll make a lot more connections. We're on a tangent, but it's fine. You'll make a lot more connection because I feel like people are tired hearing like, oh, I'm good or, you know what I mean? But if I, if someone were to say, I'm trusting God while he prepares me for the unknown, I would say, pause a moment. Do you have time to get a coffee with me? I said, this girl has depth. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like um, that's going to be powerful. So definitely I will text that. But thank you for sharing that with the studio audience because I think a lot of people will hear for that and they'll probably be like, we want more of her. We need her to tell us what happened. <laughs> How did God do? What did he do? So the testimony will definitely, hopefully, hopefully that could be a testimony we share on the podcast too in the future. Absolutely. Um, but let's get into the main reason of why we're here. So, of course, everybody knows it's February, the season of love. And most of the girls, girlies that listen to this are single. I'm single. Horb's single. So, we want to just um, discuss. Horb, tell us, why are you thankful that you are currently single? Yeah. I think when you ask me that, a couple of things come to mind. Um, one is... I think there's in this in a season of singleness, and I don't want to call it a season of singleness because it may be that I'm single for the rest of my life and that I get to enjoy Jesus more deeply. But that I think the first reason that comes to mind is just being able to experience intimacy with God on a different level, like <clears throat> being able to express fears or um, how I'm really feeling to God first and foremost like I think if I was in a dating relationship it'd be hard to like when things come up to not process that with God first or to just really let him be the affirmation um and so I think I've really been enjoying that um I had a friend last year who I think we were talking about singleness and she just shared with me like yeah you know I was walking on campus the other day and I thought to myself like oh it'd be nice to have somebody walking with me right now, like walking me home. And then, but then she goes, but then I thought to myself, like, 
oh, but God is with me. And like, that's great. And so she was praying like, God, thank you that you are with me and that you get to walk home with me um, and that I can talk to you right now. And so the gift of just being able to express like what is really on your heart to God, not that you can't do that when you're in a dating relationship, but I think different um, things come up when you're single. And so being able to go to that with confidence that he is a father who wants to hear about every part of your day and every emotion that you're feeling. And then to get to hear him respond with either scripture or an encouragement from a friend or bring to mind something that somebody else said once and to hear his heart for you in those moments where you're like, wow, it'd be really nice to have a boyfriend. Um, but that's not the case. And that's not what he has in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's been really sweet to experience. Um, with God. I love that. I think, um, I love that you said that she said that your friend said, um, she would be walking and then she would think, cause I tend to do that too, especially when mm-hmm. I'm doing something I enjoy. Um, because yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people know this, like I do, I love Dave Chanel. I love spending time with her, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just do something <laughs> fun and you're like, man, this would have been really cool to do, to do with like my husband or a future, right. like, whatever have you, whatever season, like if the relationship it is, but then I remember, I'm like, you know what? I'm not alone. And then I just start to mm-hmm. talk to God. And I think what you said also is so powerful of how you said um, you take your cares and worry and build that intimacy with him because you take it directly to him first. There are yeah. so many moments in life where I'll be sitting down. And I'm like, oh, this, this decision will be so much easier if I had a husband just to make it with. And I'm just like, <laughs> why, do you, why do I think that's the case? Because suppose I want to make the decision. And he's like, Dishna, that is the wrong decision. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that's not, that's actually so false. I can go to um, the creator of the universe, the king of my heart, and just be like, God, I don't know what I'm doing because I literally don't know what I'm doing most days. Mm -hmm. Um, But can you steer me in the right direction to make it? And yes, I might not get a clear answer if it was coming from a husband, like like a direct, like an audible, Dishna, we're going to do it this way from, you know, someone like a parent, well, not we're going to, but you know what I mean? Like, you might not get that direct communication, like directly in that moment at that purpose as if you was having a conversation like how we are. But eventually in his timing, he will reveal it to me. But the most important thing to remember what I remind myself is when he does reveal it to me, I know that it is the best, perfect answer. Whereas if it was with a human, we're going back and forth trying to figure out the best decision, we might make it. And it might still be actually the, the worst decision, you know what I mean? But with him... His answer might not come immediate, but when it comes, it's going to be perfect and it's going to be perfectly on time. So I think it's hard for us just to grasp that in the moment because we're just like, oh my gosh, I want them to know the answer right now. But it's encouraged, especially as a single, I think it helps us to be patient and just sit with it, sit with our feelings, but also weigh so many different options and really get to know ourselves in the process. Mm So thank you for sharing that. I I think you said you had more than one, right? So you have another one. Um, I think the other thing that comes to mind is just being able to, like, spend a lot of quality time with friends. Like, I get to come home to my roommates and have a random dance party, like, on a night where maybe, like, if I was dating, I'd be out on a date, like, Friday night or Saturday night. Or to be able to pick up a phone phone call and just chat with a friend at a random point in the weekend or... um, I think just to really foster the friendships that I have, like there's when you're dating, you have limited time. And so 
it like that's a huge part of your life and so counting for time when in the weekend you're dating and like you're going on a date and you're spending time with that person or even preparing for that mm-hmm. um and so I think something that has been really valuable for me mm-hmm. is to just be able to say like oh no if I want to catch up with Dejanelle like on a Friday night like I can do that <laughs> or if I want to go have dinner with one of my best friends or chat with someone that I haven't talked to in a day like theoretically if my weekend was open I could hang out with like four different friends let's say and spend quality time and be intentional about um staying um in touch with them and what's going on in their lives and then to be a friend in whatever that looks like um and also to receive mutual (laughs) encouragement from them like I know God has used friendships in my life to just really shape me as a person and to reveal his heart for me and um to sharpen me and to call me out (laughs) um to encourage me in the hard seasons and so and I know that that has been a gift and that I've been able to really take advantage of that because I've had more time like you when you're single like your time is I mean it's yours but it's God's (laughs) so but you don't you don't have to worry about like oh well I'm going on a date with someone this weekend and that's going to take x amount of time it's like no I can schedule a random dinner with a friend that night Mm -hmm. um and really getting to choose how you spend your time um there's obviously gifts to being dating and that like that's not to say that um it's a bad thing or that like I that going on a weekly date or twice a week date like would be bad um but just like in what god has me right now um the season this era my life if that's what he chooses um i think just really enjoying that part of that uh, process has been really sweet that's amazing yes i do think it's so valuable to build i've always been a fan of female friendships I think they're the most amazing thing. I think they're just because there's just I think girl time is just the, some of the sweetest times. So I it's feel so like it's so special, especially when you find good Christian community who love mm-hmm. you. And like you said, that correction is important when you feel comfortable enough to be your fully authentic self with all your flaws. Yeah. And you know, like I can go to Horeb and say, Horeb, I did this thing, and you can be like completely honest with me and be like, you know, this could sound a little harsh, but. This is to sharpen you, but I know it's coming yeah. from a place of love. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't have that because right. they go into relationships and then when they when they do hit a road bump, because for instance, let's say you do have a friendship and you are you get you get to the point, let's say God blesses you with a a significant other, hopefully he does, a boyfriend, and <laughs> y'all come to a conflict and y'all are not seeing eye to eye. I feel like a lot of times you don't want to take relationship um relationship issues out of the relationship but sometimes you might have someone who can completely understand you but they also know that bible so well that they're not gonna judge you and they're gonna look in your eye and say harp you are wrong you need mm-hmm. to apologize but you know, you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of right. people don't have that so they just have themselves 
And in isolation, there even in isolation as a couple, still that's isolation, that's dating on an island, and that's not good. So I love that you said right now you're investing and pouring in your friendships. And don't just pour into your friendship for when the time comes. Pour into your friendships because friendships and community are important for who you are. They right. they build you up, they mm-hmm. when they hold you up when you're feeling down, they make your life just better you get to celebrate them you get to learn from them they get to celebrate you and learn from you and it's like you said that whole iron sharpens iron because relationships are not just between a guy and a woman it's not for sure when i get Mm -hmm. married i'm perfect i'm full i'm hold that's not how life is it is to make these valuable connections and have friends and build community and all of those wonderful things so Mm -hmm. i love that you said that and i think that's very powerful um to and important to build yeah. friendships right now. Build friendships with everybody and then have that close core group that you know you can depend mm-hmm. on and be yeah. vulnerable with for sure. But for me right now, yeah. um, in my singleness, I just be, which honestly sometimes I'm like, Dishna, you got to slow down. But at the same time, I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Because if I meet somebody, I'm like, you want to be friends? You know? And my daddy literally told me that... I, my friend said I need to stop calling him um, daddy dad because you know I'm 26. Anyway, my no, my father call, my t- I call my dad daddy and honestly so like my friend in in college she was like Dishnell you're the only person that calls your daddy daddy when you're talking to no. other people I'm like sorry and I was a like you my friends do that don't yeah we're not alone <laughs> okay good but like my dad I was talking to him on the weekend and he was like you have to be careful with the word friend and that was the first time i think i've ever heard that because and all of my f- close friends have been se- telling yeah. me this um recently and i know this is not about friendship but this is where i stay this no, is where okay. we're going um but they were like Chanel, you throw that word around really loosely which i never thought about because i'm just like if i meet you once you're my friend and <laughs> my dad was like when i was talking to him because i was just telling him a story and he was like Chanel, do you know what the word friend means and he was like, the friend, your friend has the potential to be closer than a, a, a brother, like close to you. Um, and I was like, you know what? I really need to like re, rethink this. And not to say like people are not my friends because that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I think I need to be more intentional or really understand what friendship is and really connect with those who call me friend and I call friend. And not just yeah. hop around and have like, Ten thousands of friends stretched across the mm. globe, but yet at the end of the day, like how we said, when the time comes, when things go, um, when things like really like don't go the way you expected to, and you're really feeling low, you don't, you can't pick up the phone and call a friend who's close to you as Horb is because you didn't make that connection. You just made ten thousands connections instead of making yeah. five really good ones. So I think in this season, if you're single. I would encourage you, um, and I think Horb is basically what I'm hearing is the same thing, is to make connections, but pray about it and lead with mm-hmm. prayer to say, God, can you show me who can be the core group? Who, is, who are those girls that's going to stand with me through it? Who's yeah. going to pray with me? Who's going who's gonna to read the Bible with me? Who's going to, when I say, hey, I need this thing, who's going to call me out? Because I feel like we <laughs> do need, everybody needs that, at least one friend to really say, yeah. nah. That's not how that go, you know? And even though it hurts, you're like, yeah. I know she loves me. <laughs> I really know she loves me. So I think yeah. it's a se- Like I said, I didn't know you said you don't want to call it a season because we don't know. And I'm, on- I'm there with you. I'm there with you. <laughs> Somebody asked me literally this week, like, what would you do? Or how would it make you feel if it never happens for you? I said, stop. 
don't do this <laughs> because I feel like I try not to think about that, but I trust God so completely. And I love how yeah. I think this was encouraging for me because you're so at peace mm-hmm. with it too. Because literally I was thinking about that this week is like, you know what? I would be fine. And I told the person that I was like, I would be fine. Um, and I know I would be fine because God's plan is the best plan for me. And I That's think true. we have to remind ourselves that. So God's plan for right now, if you're listening to this and you're single, is for you to be single. And that doesn't, it's not a bad thing. It's honestly a wonderful thing because his plan is the best thing for you. So, Horb, yeah. any other final finishing words? Because I know you have a lot of wisdom. I want to hear everything you have to uh, say. <laughs> well, I have uh, just two things that were coming to mind. On regard, in regards to what you were just saying, like about, <clears throat> like, God's plan is the best plan. Somebody, I've, there's a saying that I've heard from just some wise mentors of like, it's better to be lonely than to be in poor company, I think is what the, I might have gotten that wrong. (laughs) I don't mean that, that you isolate yourself and don't take intentional steps to build community. But in regards to dating, like at the end of the day, I, I think God, yeah, what you were saying, God's plan is the best plan for us. And if that means that I am walking with him and not with a and not with him and a boyfriend, then that's okay because that's better than like going out and choosing a random Joe who's really not going to spur me on and isn't what God yeah. has in plan for me. Uh, so yeah. The other thing was uh <laughs> In terms of calling you out, I have a funny story to share with you. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to be better about meal prepping. Um, and the other day, my one of my roommates goes, she goes, she walks up to me. She was like, hey, I just want to talk to you because I know that you're wanting to be more intentional about meal prepping. And I don't know if, and then she referenced our two other roommates, so-and-so are going to call you out on it. But you know that I will. So why don't you meal prep this week? <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like a very like seemingly small example, but to have friends in your life who can look in from the outside and know the areas that you're wanting to grow in and who also know the hurts and the pain that you've walked through or um, the things to celebrate in your yeah. life and who can really walk with you in all of that and be able to encourage you to walk more closely with God and in his path and his righteousness, like there's so much value to that. So mm-hmm. if you don't have those friends right now, um, to the pod, I would encourage you to just really echoing what Deshanel said, but just really encourage you to pray like, God, who is maybe just start out small, like with one, who is one girl in my life who is walking closely with you that you would want me to invest and spend more time with and like, being the first one to reach out and say, like, hey, can we grab a cup of coffee? Like, that's intimidating and it's scary, but you never know what God might want to do with that cup of coffee that you grab or even just that text message. And so that can be the start of a really beautiful friendship. And I would say if, like, that doesn't go well, like, don't stop there. Like, keep praying and pursuing God and asking him of, like, who do you want me to really invest in? Um, because he'll guide you in that. Um, and he wants you to be surrounded by girls who can really um, sharpen you and encourage you to walk more closely with him. Man, Horeb, that is good. 
that. <laughs> and that wasn't even the question, but that's so good. <laughs> and I love, I love how you said like the friends calling you out. I love how, how we got here, but I think it's important um, for the viewers to know, because you said something so profound and I just want to piggyback off of it, but you have, if you're, if you want people to call you out, there's something that you have to do what I know is going to suck because it sucks for me, mm. but you have to be vulnerable in order yeah. for them to call you out. They need, you have to be fully known. And in order to be fully known, right. you cannot, um, tell people what, what they want to hear and you can't t- <laughs> only tell people the good. You have to be like, right. you're horror. Now this is how this went, but this was my rule. I did do this part as well. <laughs> like, honestly, it, it doesn't paint me in a good light. I know. But at the same time, I, I, you know what I mean? And you have to be fully authentic with these people. Let them know your heart because I could call you out if I, if I think you're perfect. You know, I know no one is perfect, but if I, if, if I only see the good in Horb, I will say, great things you are doing. Meanwhile, you are then destroying. And I'm like, Horb is such a wonderful human being. And because I don't know, but it's like, yeah. when you be vulnerable, then you can have that correction. So in life, it, as you grow in love, and as you grow and walk and you exit out and you transition through different seasons, like how you talked about earlier, like you're moving from college to the workforce. If there's something that you could have been honest with a friend and, and someone like, for instance, your roommate, just as, imp- as simple as the meal prepping, that, that yeah. is like maybe like a, she, like a, I'm not, I'm not calling you out or anything, but I'm just saying like, let's no, say no, no, that reference, like a discipline aspect and she calls you out and immediately you're like, you know, you're right. And you form mm-hmm. that discipline, that discipline that she called you out on that overflows into so many different areas of your life so it's like you have to have friends that call you out i remember with my weight loss journey a long time ago i was ready to quit and my best friend she was like you can quit you can quit because of what and she didn't say it like that basically that's what she said she was like you can quit because of what and she she was just talking like i don't even think she was she doesn't even remember this conversation for grace and i was just like yeah and she was like what do you mean you quit she like when she said i was just like dang she's right and i didn't start right away i think i started like a month later a few weeks later but i started and i didn't tell anyone i was starting again but this time i was serious and anytime i felt like quitting i didn't have to text her to be like hey i feel like quitting again because i would just remember the word she said when she called me at the first time and now that discipline from all of that now spills into other areas of my life so it's like like but the thing is like i said i was vulnerable with her i didn't say you know, I didn't be like, yeah, I'm, I'm lying. I'm still on this journey. I didn't lie to him. But yeah, I'm still on the journey. Yeah. Meanwhile, I eat Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Mind you, Chick-fil-A is not bad. I had a salad today from there. But I'm, I'm eating. <laughs> you know, like I told her, like I was fully authentic with where I was. Right. And that way she can yeah. look at it from an outward perspective with mm-hmm. wisdom, hear all my concerns and be like, that is garbage day chanel i'm sorry but i understand right. your feelings are valid but it's garbage um so and she can like walk me <laughs> she can walk me through that but i'm i'm better off because of it whereas yeah. if i had sat down and never voiced my thing because i didn't have a friend that i built that strong um foundation with that strong friendship with guess what there would have been no 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 discipline no nothing to come about so it's so important to let people and don't be overly sensitive. I'm a sensitive girly, but sometimes you just have to be, um, you just have to be like, I know this person is talking to me in love. So let me hear what they have to say. Let me contemplate on it. And if they say something that's out of pocket, you could be like, nah, Emily, you know, that wasn't right. You know, that the way you said that, you know, that wasn't right. Like that, that wasn't right. But I feel like when it's a friend, especially if it's a friend, um, pursuing Jesus, um, they will know how to say it to you and they'll know what you can handle and what you can't, you know? So I love that you said that. Um, 
And I think the next thing you said that I think was very, very good is like, keep praying about it. I think I learned this the hard way. I prayed about friends and then I got the friends and then I stopped praying about it. That ain't happened to me no more. Keep praying about it. And I loved how you said, like, let God show you, like, which girl should I be walking with? Who's pursuing you? That's what you said. That's amazing. Because sometimes you pray for friends and so many of them come and they're amazing Mm -hmm. people. Because we meet amazing people every day, but so many of them come. You're like, thank you, Lord. And you stop praying about it. But sometimes maybe it's one or two of those group of those members that you're supposed to connect with. But if you get the five and you just say, thank you, Lord. And you stop Bye. asking, oh, y'all can't see me, sorry. I'm waving away as you as I leave. But then you say, thank you, Lord. And you just say, man, I'm going to stick with this five. Maybe you're supposed to stick with that five, but really two of them will be 30, 40 years from now. You still calling them up to say, how's the kids? How's the this? How's the, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to keep praying so he can give you the wisdom and discernment just mm-hmm. to discern. And not to say like the other three aren't good enough to be your friend. That's not what we're saying. It's like no. you are called to be intentional with the two. Whereas the other, and they're, you know, they're supposed to be like, call you out, iron sharpens iron, be that person for you. Um, and just do life together with you and make that strong connection. And they're going to be your safe place. So be in, be encouraged by that. But that is all I have to say. Horb, any more points came about while I was talking? that you want to share? Just to say, I'll leave you with this. I won't dive into it too much. But um, there's a saying of, ouch, that helps. Uh, just carry that into your friendships who, that the friendships that you feel like God is using to spur you on, like just having that mentality when somebody gives correction of, you know what, that hurts, but it's actually really helpful for me here. So thank you. (laughs) That is amazing. Thank you so much, Harv, for your wisdom. Uh, Everyone's clapping. Thank you for your wisdom. (laughs) Everyone, wherever they are, but I do have one more question for you. I know you read. So the last thing we're going to leave the people with is just, you can give them any book, but what is a meaningful book, oh. a highly recommended book that you think, oh, y'all should look this up, check it out. I think you might like it. And why? Mm. Well, I'm staring at it right now. So, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, I'll just touch on this one um, because it literally ties into what we were just talking about. But this one is Find Your People by Jenny Allen. Nice. Um, it's such a good one. She goes into, she shares very openly what her story was um about like in just god providing friendships that could really spur her on and challenge her Mm -hmm. um and she goes through what that looks like how to be intentional um how to let go of the fear that um someone's gonna reject you or how to clear up conflict when it comes up because it's going to come up because no one's perfect um Yeah, it's it's very good. I won't spoil it, but um, she just she has some really like I would say open and honest stories about her own life in here. So it's it's an easy read in that like you're like, whoa, okay, I can see this happening and I can yeah. relate it back to my own life in some ways. And so yeah, she's Love Jenny Owens is great. But find your people. So that you can find your people. Go read it. So you can find your people. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Horeb. And we're going to say bye to the people. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me, Dish.